What's up, you beauties? Welcome to my brand new show called HW, in case you missed it, where I'll catch you up on all the daily news pertaining to your Philadelphia Flyers, just in case you missed it. This will be a quick 15, 20-minute daily show. Let's have some fun, guys. If you're not listening live, please make sure to subscribe, follow, and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Spreaker. Quick shout out to our affiliate sites, fullpresscoverage.com and bellyupsports.com. Bellyup Sports recently updated their site. Go check it out during our episode. They have everything you need when it comes to sports. They do what the others don't. And while you're listening to this short episode, check out our site, hwhockey.net. Let's get to our topics. I've, I've been kind of kicking around the idea of this show for a little while, going back and forth with, you know, names to choose from and topics and what I would talk to you guys about. Um, and hopefully you guys can talk to me in the chat here. But, you know, what I'm going to do is kind of just catch everybody up just in case they were off Twitter for the day or, you know, you, you weren't watching your local hockey channel or your local sports channel uh, the day before. And I'll catch you up briefly on everything you missed. So fortunately, we have a couple topics to get to because uh, it was the weekend. This will be a weekly show. So whatever happens from Friday to Sunday, we're going to talk about today, Monday. The big news is kind of I haven't seen anything positive about it. I honestly, just ju judging by Twitter here is Ian LaPerriere was announced as the Phantoms' next head coach. And a lot of people are angry about this or or, or not not really uh, happy with Lappy being named the coach of the Phantoms. And I, I get it. I understand. You know, they, they want something different, right? And I, I, can, I can understand it. Because who doesn't want something different with this organization? Ty, thank you. Yep, exactly. First topic to get to, man. Uh, who doesn't want something different with this team? They want a new name, some, somebody new, somebody young, somebody exciting, somebody maybe innovative. I get it 100%. I'm a lappy guy. And uh, I, I loved uh, Ian LaPerriere as a player. He was one of my favorite players outside the Flyers when he didn't play for them. So when the Flyers did go get him, uh, I was, I was, I was happy about it. I'm not going to say I was excited, but I was happy because he's a heart and soul guy, leaves it all out on the ice. Uh, and I know whenever we hear the Perrier nowadays, either we think about him getting smashed in the face with a puck and it's not just him getting smashed in the face with a puck. He went down to block those shots, right? Put his body on the line to, you know, win a game, block a goal, block a shot, one less save his goal he had to make. Uh, or nowadays you might think of a crappy penalty kill. But I, the reason I like this is because he just he's a good guy, right? And you need good guys in your organization. Um, I, I was reading an article earlier here from our, our friends over at NBC Sports Philly. Jordan Hall and, and Taryn Hatcher put out a little video here. Uh, so LaPerriere apparently has a very good relationship with uh you know management and he's also a very good players coach he's able to communicate basically which you need from a coach and i'm not saying he's going to be the best ahl coach 
but a, a guy in his position needs to be able to communicate with the guys up top and he needs to be able to communicate with the guys he's coaching, the younger players. And you don't talk to these guys the same way, obviously, right? You, you kind of, especially with today's players, you have to be able to, to figure them out, to speak their language because they're, they're going to shut you out if not. And at the same token, you got to be able to turn around and talk to the suits, the guys above you, you know, how, how they talk. If that makes sense to you guys, uh, we got a couple, couple comments here, buddy. My buddy Jack, co-host of our uh, flagship show. Let's see what Jack has to say here. Love Lappy, but as a coach, led the statistically worst Flyers NHL PK during his time under Hackstall era. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I get it. I, I get it because I I saw a lot of that on Twitter. I didn't go back and look at the players that played on the on the penalty kill, but I'm sure that they weren't great if they were players under Hextall. I know you guys, I know a lot of you know how I feel about that. Um, I like Lappy as a guy, and I think they need more good guys in the organization. I, like I said, I'm not thrilled with uh, Lappy as coach of the Phantoms, but I, I'm not upset like a lot of people I saw on Twitter were upset. I think they were more disappointed that they didn't go out and get somebody better, I think is where most of the disappointment comes from. Um, I like Lappy. If he can somehow instill the kind of energy and desire to win and improve uh, when he played, if he can instill that in some of these younger guys, uh, I, th- I think it could be a, a sneaky, sneaky move. He's been in the organization for a long time now. I I like when... They keep guys around. It seemed like they were grooming him for this position. Why else keep him for so long? They kept him through a couple different coaching changes here. Uh, he was he was around with Hackstall. He was around with Gordon for the year. And then he's, now he's around with AV, the only guy that they didn't can when they brought in AV and the two new coaches. So I think you have to read into that, and, and it kind of says something. It, it looks like they were grooming him for this. Um, I, let me see here. I think I saw that he was in charge of – pre-scouting. I mean, I think that's a real thing. I don't think it's a made up position. Uh, It could be that they were just keeping him around for, for an opportunity like this. So real quick here, there's a quick quote in the article here from NBC, NBC sports. I'm very excited for the next challenge in my career. And I would like to thank Chuck Fletcher, Brent Flair and Barry Hanrahan, uh, as well as Jim and Rob Brooks, Phantoms co-owners, Phantoms are a first-class organization in the AHL, and the fan base in Lehigh Valley is the very best at showing their support at every game. He looks forward to developing the players and the system, helping Flyers reach their goals by continuing the success of the Phantoms and building towards a Calder Cup championship. I, I know, I know, a lot of people could be doubting Ian Laperriere right now, but it, I like him. I li- I like the guy. For the coach, we'll see. You know, I think that's something that we do as fans a lot. Before we actually see anything, we don't know how Ian LaPerrier is going to do as an uh, AHL head coach. We've never seen him coach in the AHL before. Give him a shot. Been around for a while. Uh, and and let's see how he does. If you guys want to check out some career stats for Ian LaPerrier, uh, he played in 1,083 games. Been around. Not a lot of guys uh, stick around in the a, in the NHL for over 1,000 games. Ian LaPerrier did, especially if you're not a goal scorer. If you're not putting up points, uh, you're probably not playing over a thousand games. Uh, Lappy did, 
you know, uh, not, not afraid to drop him, knows how to play with energy, passion, puts his body on the line. Like I said, if he can teach some of these younger guys, and, and as I mentioned, he knows how to talk to people. You know, if you can figure these guys out, press their buttons, get them playing the way you want to play, when they get to the Flyers, they're, they're already going to have that mentality, which we're seeing some of these kids don't, right? They don't have that desire. They don't have the will. They're not flying around the ice. They're not putting bodies on people. Isaac Ratcliffe could be a, a, a good example there. Everybody expected things from him in the AHL. The adjustment's now going on three years. He hasn't adjusted yet. Maybe LaPerrier goes down there and figures him out. You know, who knows? Let's see. I'm, I'm open-minded to the move. I'm not necessarily down on it, not necessarily excited. I'm, I'm open-minded. Let's see how Lappy does. Uh, so before I spend too much time, because we're almost 10 minutes into the brand new show, HW, in case you missed it, oh, real quick, we have a, a comment from Ty here, our buddy Ty. I like Lappy as a player. I just wish they chose a proven coach in the AHL. And I get that 100%. Makes sense. Why wouldn't they? Right. If, if you if people want to know what to expect, I think. Right. And with with the Perrier, you don't know what to expect. He's never been a coach. So what you said, it makes a lot of sense. I think people are uneasy right now. And in a time where people had hope and expectations for this season and obviously they weren't they weren't met. People want to know what's coming. And I, and I think with the move for Lappy, they, they don't know necessarily what's what's coming because he's unknown as a coach uh so yeah great comments there guys good questions let's move on to our next topic here and that is the entry-level contract signing of goaltender sam urson and this i found interesting because the first comment that i see on twitter was oh this will be good because somebody can push carter hart now and i get it carter hart had a bad year last year but he's the guy sam urson will never ever replace carter hart as the starting goaltender on the philadelphia flyers he may be a backup sam's 21 years old turns 22 in october had a couple great seasons over in sweden uh, let me see here. He last season we're looking at 2021. He had a 2.96 goals against average, uh, 9.10 save percentage. So his numbers slipped during the years uh, since 2018, 2019. Um, he played in a higher league in, with Brynäs, and uh, yeah, his numbers he, his numbers slipped a little bit. So he's a big guy, 6'2", 176. Uh, drafted in the fifth round, 143 overall, 2018 NHL draft. Yeah, he'll be playing with the Phantoms next year, so he'll be hanging out with uh, Ian LaPerriere a lot. I don't know. Cool. We've we've seen it with Felix Sandstrom, who coincidentally we're going to get to in a little bit here. You know, show me that you can play. Otherwise, you know, we, we've seen it. We've seen goalies sign ELCs before. Um, if you want to get it, yeah, sure, he could be backup Carter Hart one day. Uh, I, I hope not. I hope they trade him, right? They got they have all these goalies here. We're looking at Sam Erson. We're looking at Felix Sandstrom, uh, Ivan Fedotov, Kirill Ustamenko. You can't have five starting goalies in the NHL, right? It's good to have a pipeline of guys, but you just keep drafting them. Just keep the pipeline going. You got to move one of these guys. Put them in a package. Go get go get a better player. Uh, 
backup goalies don't excite me. Carter Hart's the guy. He's not going anywhere. I don't know. Cool. I, not that I'm not excited for the kid, but Sam Harrison, yeah, you know, there's not a starting spot for you in Philadelphia. <clears throat> Jack has a comment here. Signing could make Sandstrom available available for trade if Fletcher really wants to make moves and use him as a sweetener. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I read this morning Sandstrom actually was sent back to Sweden. He's going to play in the Liga this year, uh, upcoming season. I don't know what that means. You know, usually when guys come over in the AHL, it means they're pushing for a career in the NHL. Uh, they don't usually go back to where they came from. So, uh, it's apparently you had a, a, a nice finish to the year this season. I'm not sure why he would go back unless he was kind of like, you know, there, there's no shot for me in Philadelphia. Maybe he was homesick, but this guy, he's 24 years old. Now we're talking about Phil, Felix Sandstrom, 6'2", 191, third round pick in the, for the Flyers in 2015. Uh, his first year uh, with the Phantoms, 0.903 save percentage 319 goals against average tough season for felix sandstrom again though he had a, a hot finish uh played well in sweden before he came over this year i don't know i'm not sure what's going to happen with felix sandstrom he could be traded should be traded just it's interesting you got a lot of goalies i would start moving some before it gets too late before these guys start cooking too long you know what i mean uh, Felix Sandstrom could be an example. You know, Carter Hart is the guy. What are you going to do with these guys? Carter Hart is your goalie. You know, a lot of people were going back and forth on Carter Hart this year. He was going to struggle. You know, it was going to come. There's not a goalie in the NHL that came out uh, year one and dominated. Look at Carey Price. Look at Marc-Andre Fleury, right? Everybody loves him this year. Their second or third year, they struggled. And maybe even the next year. But, but look at them now, right? Give Carter Hart a break. He's the starting goalie for the Flyers for the next, I don't know, hopefully, I don't know how long players play anymore, 15, 20 years. It's, it's Carter Hart. 20, uh, what is he, 20, 21 years old? Can he drink a beer yet? Let's see. I think uh, he's 22. So, yes, he can drink a beer. And he will be 23 in August. Carter Hart's the guy for the next 15 years. So as, as cool as it is to see these guys sign their ELCs and, you know, Felix Sandstrom go play in another league, which, like I mentioned, a little bit speculative there. If they're going to run with Mustamango and Erson uh, with the Phantoms, what happens with Sandstrom? Does he have a spot on this roster anymore? Has, you know, has his opportunity dwindled? Has the door shut in Philadelphia for Felix Sandstrom? Possibly. You know, let's start moving these guys, though. Let's They got to stop losing players, right? They, they Roddy Ross and the, the other guy's name escapes me now, but they were just let go. They didn't have enough contracts to sign these guys. They have too many guys in this organization and need to create some space, make some moves, some three, four, five for one, five for two trades. You know, let's go. So that's what I would do. It's cool. Congratulations, Sam Erson and Felix Sandstrom. That's going to be interesting. So we're a little bit over 15 minutes here, guys. If there, if anybody, anybody has any comments, questions, 
uh, about the show, where that when they can find it, where they can expect it. Uh, comments about Ian LaPerriere coaching the Phantoms. Sam Erson's entry-level contract. Felix Sandstrom going back to play in Liga. That's a big thing. He was, you know, he came up with, with Carter Hart. He was supposed to potentially be the backup. He had starter quality in the NHL. He's not going to be playing in the AHL next year. Where is he going? What happened to Sandstrom? You guys should, I have questions about that, you know? So, uh, yeah, if, if there's no comments or questions, we'll, we'll get this first ever episode of HW in case you missed it wrapped up and thanks for uh thanks ty thanks jack for chiming in jack i'll probably talk to you later tonight or tomorrow and uh, we'll wrap this up guys we'll be back tomorrow morning with more hw in case you missed it thanks for hanging out